0: The Spartan Mind Strength Podcast, the podcast for mental grit and resilience. Hosted by V. Binga and Tim Ganley.
1: Hello, this is Tim.
2: And this is V. And we welcome you to another episode of the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast.
1: And today we're going to be talking about the movie Matrix.
2: Stay tuned. And
1: we're back and we're going to talk today about the movie Matrix. And you might be saying, well, why Matrix? Well, it came to us uh, about a day or so ago about doing this. Uh, we've been talking about doing some movies and uh, going over the Ayurvedic aspect of it because we used to do that in our some of our 200-hour yoga teacher trainings, and we also did it in some of our Ayurveda trainings because there's a lot of Ayurveda, a lot of yoga, a lot of uh, the Vedic philosophy in a lot of the movies. But I believe that The Matrix probably has the most to do with Vedic philosophy. So, as we we're driving from, we're in Florida now, so you might hear some noises going by. There could be beeping horns, people screaming, ambulances, all those things, because we're right on the road, because there are places right on Central Ave in downtown St. Pete. So, uh, so if you do hear something, sorry. It's
2: part of the Matrix. Yes, <laughs>
1: uh, And the second thing is, we're going to be going over a lot about the Matrix, so if you haven't watched it... Stop listening to this, go watch it, and then come back and listen. So the first step, though, is... Did you turn off and you're turning back on now? Okay. (laughs) Uh, The first part of this is there's so much in it. This is going to be a couple episodes. So we're going to start with this episode explaining the names of all the characters and why they have those names. Because the names are also very, very specific to the movie itself and to the philosophy aspect of it. There's actually been books written on the matrix and philosophy. So it, the, when they wrote this, they brought in a lot of great things. And one of the things I just want to start off with, the whole movie is Ayurvedic because it fits so many different things. Uh, it fits what, uh, Christianity?
2: Uh, It fits Christianity, it uh, uh, fits uh, the Vedic system, Uh, it fits uh, ancient Greek philosophy, Uh, it fits uh, Scottish Masonism, Uh, it fits uh, transhumanism. It
1: has Uh, all of those aspects to it.
2: All aspects to it, whatever your belief system is, you are gonna find something in this movie
1: okay so with that we're going to start off with the characters and we're going to start with the main character who is thomas anderson yes and in the matrix thomas anderson is thomas anderson but when he goes into the real world he becomes neo yes So, but Thomas Anderson has there's some reasons why his name is Thomas Anderson. That's brilliant. Yes. The first is Thomas, and it comes from uh, the Old Testament, doubting Thomas. Doubt, yeah. The one that didn't believe what was going to be happening.
2: Yes.
1: So you have uh, one of the apostles, Thomas. Yes. uh, and that's why one of his reasons why he was first named Thomas.
2: Yep. And Anderson. Uh, comes from uh, the Greek word andros, which means man, son of man. And uh, Jesus was referred to as son of man.
1: So a lot of this is talking about how the religious aspect of us becoming enlightened.
2: Yes, we all doubt it, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but we can all become enlightened and, and actually even though uh son of man refers to jesus and a lot a lot of uh, the symbolism has to do with jesus neo representing jesus it's all of us
1: yes and uh, so anderson is son of man yes and thomas is from one of the apostles yes uh and then but then he turns into neo mm-hmm. and neo is, comes from a greek word
2: yes neo which means new uh, his mind it has become new. He, he's become a new man, a new person.
1: And so that's, that's Neo. Yes. And so he's the main character, but there's yes. two other main characters. And I want to talk about Morpheus first. Okay. Because Morpheus is the guide yes. of Neo. And Morpheus is also a Greek god.
2: Yes, he is a son of the Greek god of sleep, son of Hypnos. And uh, he, his name means the shaper, he who shapes our dreams.
1: And in this, he shapes how Neo sees himself.
2: Exactly. And he
1: shapes how Neo can become something.
2: Exactly. And uh, actually, we referred to Morpheus on episode 58 when yep. we were talking about the power of sleep.
1: Yes. And uh, this is episode sixty. Yes. And we'll be getting into why the word the number sixty or six, six. is such a popu- is such an important number. Yes. Three, six and nine. Yep. But that'll be near the end of this episode. <laughs> uh, so you have Morpheus, Morpheus. Yep. and Morpheus is his guide. Yes. He transforms him. He helps him transform.
2: He ha- yeah. he, ha- he shows him the way, but he can't make him.
1: Uh, do it. Yeah, he, he even says that I can bring you to the door but you have to open it.
2: Yes. Absolutely.
1: And go ahead.
2: No. His oh. other guide.
1: The other one is his love. Yep. Which is? Trinity. And Trinity is a also a religious word. It comes from the Bible. It is the three, Father. Yep. Because
2: it means three.
1: Yep. Yes. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost is how some of the people represent it. Yeah. But in this, we're going to, because this is Vedic philosophy, Yes we'll be looking at it as Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva. Yes. The Trinity.
2: And we can even uh, look at it as uh, the three aspects of our mind, Seltuha, Rajas, and Thomas.
1: Could it be uh, Kafka? Uh
2: that It could be that too, <laughs> yes. Because
1: you want to be tridosha. And,
2: and the number three, again, is very powerful. Hmm
1: and uh, for this and we'll talk much more into it in the next episode is that uh, in Vedic philosophy there are gods and demons and you have to have both yes. so looking at trinity saying that she's the three you know saying trinity is three you have the god yeah which you can which we're going to say it really is morpheus because morpheus was a god yes you have mr smith who will talk about shortly, yes. who is the demon, yeah. and then you have Neo, which is the man. Yes. So you have those three, even in this. So that could be the Trinity also.
2: Exactly. In in for in order to have existence, to, to have reality, you have to have all three aspects.
1: You have to have past, future, and present. Yeah. So all of those things can come into what, and we'll talk about those, as to what Trinity brings to this movie because she is very very important in it uh next though is we'll talk about uh the bad guy not Mr. Smith yet but the one who dimed him out
2: oh Cypher
1: Cypher Cypher, Cypher was a human
2: yes he was he was a human who was liberated who was unplugged but he couldn't handle it hmm. and uh Cypher the term Cypher uh, it uh, comes from cryptography, uh, crypto science. And it's the, hiding. It's hiding. Exactly. Yep. Yep. exactly.
1: So Cypher was literally a spy. Yes. A spy for the machine. Yes. So that's him. Yep. And he was a main player in this, but main player on the bad side. Uh, and then so you have Cypher. But Cypher actually was very important for the whole continuation of Neo becoming who he became. If it wasn't for Cypher... He would not have been able to be the one.
2: Exactly. And if he was not out for Ephialtis in the 300, uh, in uh, ancient Greece, Leonidas wouldn't be who he became. <laughs> you would You're... never
1: know of the 300, Exactly. Uh, so, so that's that. So you have, you have to have those conflicts. Yes. And we'll talk about that also, because conflicts are very important in humanity absolutely and so you have that and then uh we have uh the two that were born in zion and we'll say who's what zion is but you have tank and dozer 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 and as in bulldozer yeah and tank and dozer are on the ship and they're the ones that work all the mechanics and they had the name tank and bulldozer because they were the basically the the humans that were working as the machines. They got things done. Yes. They worked and worked hard for them. Very
2: important gear. Yes.
1: <laughs> uh, so you have that. And then you have, uh, there is... Uh, and they can't leave. Yeah, they can't. They have to be on the earth where the others can jump into the machine. Yes. So, but then you have uh, uh, ma- ma- mouse. 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 And Mouse was uh, one of the main... characters He was the... A character and he was considered the little one and they called him Mouse because it was in reference to a book that came out calling the little one uh, but uh, we're going to look at it as the mouse as being because he made a, a statement in the, the movie yes and, which was it, a very important, very important statement and he said
2: uh, to deny your impulses is to deny that very thing that makes you human
1: and that, that we can look at as being, because Ganesha yeah. has a mouse with it. Yes. And that Mushika. Mouse, Mushika. And Mushika is our senses. Yes. When you think of Mushika, Mushika is always our senses. Always gnawing, but can never get enough. Because yes. the, the mouse's teeth always continue to grow, so they're always trying to, to chew, eat things, and yes. always using their senses. And that was something that Ganesha fed Mashika, but didn't feed him a lot. Fed yes. him enough to be happy, but that didn't let him overindulge. And that's just like our senses. We want to feed them, but if we overindulge them, that's when we get too weak.
2: Exactly. Exactly. That's when problems start. That's why, so our impulses are great as long as we have the ability to uh, control them. Without overindulging, yes. That statement of mouse is, is like, wow.
1: <laughs> and he also talks about food. Yes, the exactly. Entire, the entire yes. conversation, his main conversation was either about food or sex. Yes. So he was literally the senses. Yes. Uh, so we'll be right back to talk about why the other people and the ship and Zion, Oracle, uh, are all named those re- names because of the specific reasons that we can go into the Vedic philosophy in the next one. Stay
2: tuned.
0: Do you like what you hear? The Spartan Mind Strength Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts and all other popular podcast destinations. Please subscribe today and consider leaving us a rating and review. It helps us spread the word and help others find our content. Don't forget to leave a comment and any questions you may have. Tim and V would love to hear from you.
1: And we're back again, talking about Matrix and the Ayurvedic aspect of it because it is such a Vedic uh, movie. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And so now we're going to talk about uh, two other of the main people, and one is APOC. Yes. And APOC actually stands for the Apocalypse. Yes. And supposedly he wrote a, uh, a computer thing that was called the Four Horsemen. Yes. And so. Computer virus. Computer virus, <laughs> yes. Uh, and uh, the reason why he's so important is Apocalypse means what?
2: Uh, revelation. Reve- and removing the veil. Kalima or is the veil, apo, it means to remove. Removing the veil.
1: Okay, and for him, and for if you, because I know we've talked about in the past, the hero story. Yeah. And that's from Joseph Campbell. And the hero has to be something thrown at him very seriously in order to make a shift. And Apoc was the one that made that shift because he was the one that did the software that, after he took the red pill, that shifted him. Yes. But even more is he was the first person to give Neo a gun. Yes. So the gun came from the apocalypse. Yes. Uh, So that's that's why he was named that, and that's why he gave Neo the gun. He was the start of the apocalypse.
2: Yes. So he goes to, in terms of the programming... In terms of uh, Neo uh, being unplugged, he was critical. And then in terms of actually telling him, here, you have to do something about it.
1: Yep. And then there's Switch. Yes. Uh, And what's interesting about Switch, and something that you probably did not see in the movie because they took it out. Warner Brothers took this out, so it wasn't allowed in. Switch was supposed to be a man in the real world but in the matrix he was supposed to be a girl so that because the matrix does gives you what you think you are yes and uh, so they wrote switch to be a man who was in a woman's body or a woman who was in a man's body but that wasn't allowed then so it, it made a major shift but that's what how it was written to be yep and so, which I find extremely interesting that in 1999 when this exactly. came out, that exactly. it was still a little... Uh, iffy. Iffy. Questionable. You, yeah, you couldn't talk about things like that. So, so, which I really liked. now knowing that. So, that's Switch. And now let's talk about Zion. Zion. And Zion's the, the town, the city that the humans live at. And it's near the center of the earth because it's the only area that's heated. uh, Because the outside, the sun has been scorched.
2: By the humans. Yes.
1: The humans destroyed heaven, literally. Yes. And now they are living in hell, which is the center of the earth. Exactly. So, and Zion is also a biblical word because Zion is in Jerusalem. Mount yes, Zion. Mount
2: Zion. It, it's the fortified area. It, re, it It refers to a fortified area, a mountainous area. That's a, a safe place right. for the humans.
1: And that's where they're living now.
2: Exactly. It's like the chosen area. Yes.
1: So so that's Zion. Mm-hmm. And uh, the next main thing is the ship. The ship that they're all working on. Exactly. That,
2: uh, ne- Nebuchadnezzar. Yes
1: and that means?
2: Uh, The Buchanesser comes from uh, the ancient king of Babylon and uh, it's very interesting that they put in that reference because the ancient king of Babylon was supposed to have a dream that he couldn't remember but he kept searching for an answer and that's the whole theme of the movie is based upon Thomas Anderson who keeps searching for an answer because he has a dream that seems almost real to and him? And
1: Trinity even asked him that.
2: Exactly. You're searching for something. Exactly, and that's actually uh, in early in the movie. Yep. You can see him uh, searching for uh, Morpheus.
1: Yep. And Morpheus is the captain of the
2: of the B- the Bukhaneser, Yes. The ship.
1: And uh, they had a plaque. They showed yes. a plaque with the name. And the plaque is very interesting because...
2: It, was, uh, it says build uh, 2069, so the ship was supposed to have been built then, and has a, um, a tag that says Mark 3 with the three eyes, the Romans uh, 3, and uh, then the numeral 11. And uh, it refers to the Bible, verse Mark three eleven, that says, And whatever unclean spirits beheld him, they fell down before him and cried, You are the Son of God.
1: Which is, falls back into...
2: Neo's son. Neo's being, yes, uh, to, being the one. The, being the one, Yes. Yeah.
1: And so, so that's that. And now we have the oracle, which yes. is one of the more important ones. Uh, and the oracle is actually a...
2: A reference to the oracle of Delphi, Pythia, who was uh, inhaling uh, fumes and stuff.
1: <laughs> but here she's inhaling cigarette smoke and uh, cookies. cookies. Yeah, Cookie the, the
2: smell of the cookies in the oven. Uh, and uh, Pythia was supposed to be... Couldn't actually predict. But uh, she was telling people truly what they needed to hear.
1: And that's what the oracle here was doing. Yes. Uh, Neo chose to not be the chosen one. Yes. And then he chose to be. Exactly. But she gave him exactly what he needed to hear. Yes. So, so that's the oracle. And there's more, a lot more about the oracle. But we'll talk about her again because she's going to be a major part of this. But uh, then let's uh, go to the Matrix. Yes. The matrix basically in San- matrix is like a veil over the human eyes. Yes. Uh, so if it's a veil over the human eyes in Sanskrit that is called maya.
2: Maya. maya. It's the perce- it's a perceived reality. It is it is basically what uh, our mind uh, what what we think our mind is telling us. It's what we are projecting
1: uh,
2: as a our our digital projection
1: and uh, for that with we even go into uh, uh, physics not just physics but quantum physics physics. yes we can only see a certain percentage of what's actually out there
2: exactly so
1: there's always a veil over us as humans even if we're not in the matrix it's we still a, yes. don't see everything that's happening around us. Yes. And that's science-based.
2: Exactly. And if you think about it, uh, people still uh, only believe the Newtonian physics, the mechanical physics. People still even have trouble to accept quantum physics. Mm-hmm. So you can think that the matrix is, you know, Newtonian physics as only believing that things have to work this way.
1: But in, reality, but in reality, if you believe in our
2: real right y- here, right now,
1: quantum qu- physics.
2: Quantum physics says, "Well, no, it's not necessarily this."
1: So can we actually say that this is actually going from one physics? This this uh, movie is about going from one physics to another physics.
2: Absolutely, yes. The Matrix is truly, truly, and uh, there are even sentences in the movie itself that say that it's a lot more than Newtonian physics. Truly, it says, hey, you know, uh, remove the veil and actually uh, jump into the world of quantum physics. Yeah.
1: We're almost done, but I said in the beginning that we're gonna talk about the number three, six, and nine. Yes. Why are they so important in the world?
2: ah because nikola tesla said so
1: (laughs) yes and i I love that quote from him and the quote is
2: ah well i'm gonna paraphrase but but he said there's something along the lines that if you understood the importance that the numbers three six and nine have uh, have then you would hold the key to the
1: universe and I know that uh, in uh, like music, yes. tone, three, six, those numbers are very important. To yeah, uh,
2: Gregorian chants and the solfagio scale, which is a scale, a musical scale, uh, slightly different than uh, the musical scale that's being used today. It's the ancient musical scale.
1: And we'll be playing some of those in our YouTube, or at least... Uh, Shifting so you'll know where some of them are.
2: Exactly. It's uh, it's actually brilliant to see the use of the numbers 369 in the Matrix and also in ancient Gregorian chants.
1: Now, uh, just uh, to jump from ancient Gregorian chants, uh, there was, uh, oh, what's his name? He, They just had a movie on him.
2: Oh, Queen, Freddie Mercury. No, nope, not Queen, oh. the other
1: one. Uh, he is... Elton John.
2: Elton John, okay.
1: One of his songs. Yes. fits those numbers perfectly, and it's a great song. Yes. And I'm not going to tell you what it is. We'll put it in the notes.
2: Until next time. Is that uh, okay? Yep. uh <laughs> ah, Check out the notes. Until next time, much, much love from both of us.
1: Actually, we're not going to put it in the notes. Okay. We'll sing it next time. Show.
2: OK. Because I remember which song it is. I don't want you to say. OK. <laughs> OK. Uh, stay tuned for the next show for uh, Tim's singing. Much, much love from both of us. Namaste kala. May we all be well, adapt, and thrive.
0: If you found today's show helpful, please give us a rating, a review, or both. And subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. As always, Namaste Kala, which in Greek means, may we all be well. This program copyright True Fitness Incorporated, all rights reserved.